Hello and welcome to the Mike O'Brien Show. I am Mike O'Brien. I am freezing my took us off in Boston, Massachusetts. It's it's cold outside. And with me, as always, is Jeff Taylor in Celebration, Florida. Jeff, how is it in Celebration, Florida? It's freezing here too, Mike. What's freezing for you? It's like 68 degrees outside. It's that's nuts. not that's yeah, it's like 20 something. here. <sighs> it's not warm. I usually wander the streets like a homeless man um, because I have nothing to do in the winter. Not today. I just drove around aimlessly and I'm going to I, probably afterwards. I'm, I'm upset by that. Why? Because you're not going the full homeless. Like, do you think that they on their on when it's cold outside? They're like, oh, it's too the cold out for me. I'm not going to be homeless, homeless today. Yeah, they're not. They're at like shelters or churches or something or at the library. They're not just out and about. They're they're gone. Oh, when okay. you walk the streets of Boston, there's not as many homeless people when it's cold out. They go. I don't know where they go, but they go. They go someplace. I'm assuming shelters in churches and libraries. Libraries is the big. I thought there was no yeah. room for homeless people in all of those shelters and libraries and places right now. I don't know, but there there are places they just I just drove around what was the skid row of Boston right by the uh, South Bay shopping area in the South Bay uh, jail. And they cleared it out like a month ago. It used to be tents and just dudes just shooting up all over the place and they're gone. And there's there's like a straggling. I saw like 10 to 15 wandering around aimlessly. But um, I guess there's 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 an amount of fentanyl where you don't feel the cold, I guess. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. There is this um, hotel called the the round, the roundhouse or something, but it's across from the jail and it's like right on the edge of downtown. And so you can get it for a good deal, I bet. but you got to check the Yelp reviews of this place. I don't, I was a days in, it changes all the time, but it's just like, People were having sex on my car in the parking lot and someone OD. There was a fight in the lobby because it's all like, like I said, across the street is it's called Mass and Cast, the corner of Mass, Massachusetts Ave and Matt and uh, Milena Cast Boulevard. Do you it's know what's Mass funny? Do you know what's funny is I guess that that hotel is more expensive than the hotel, the Marriott in Boston, Virginia. Because I found the least expensive hotel in Boston. Unfortunately, it was in Boston, Virginia, Virginia. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. And I I live in a a shuttle to the subway, though, but they have a shuttle. (laughs) So that's good. Yeah. Well, that that was one of the key reasons why I like to stay in Chelsea, because we could shuttle over to the to the T and get on and go wherever we wanted. Didn't have to have a car. Chelsea is an interesting place. It is considered Chelsea is no, it's Suffolk County. It's not Boston, but it is still Suffolk. It's County. pretty close. I had a big as I was driving around. It's actually before a, you a move heater. on, before you move yeah. on, before you move on. Yes. I want to say this. Is it bad? Say this. Is it bad that I have the inclination to ask the government to maybe like not bomb because I feel like that's really bad. But hmm. maybe like a couple dudes in like those yellow suits with flamethrowers walk into those ten cities and just. That's basically what Boston Boston did it a couple years ago, where they just basically go in and they're like, "Everyone's out of here, you're leaving," and they just take bulldozers. They're like, "You can get your stuff out by this day," and then if they're not out by that day. Then they just I don't know if they arrest people, how they get them out of there, but they get them out of there and then they just take these little 
bulldozer things and just and just scoop everything people up. Think that it's, people think that it's heartless to not give homeless people a place to live. And I don't think that that's necessarily the case, because if you notice, they're only in big cities where they can annoy people for money, where mm. how much better off would they be if they set up that same tent next to a river out in the middle of nowhere, in a learned van. how to catch a fish or mm. kill a squirrel or a rabbit. They would probably mm. eat more often. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. They'd be no. less. They'd be less susceptible to the mange that they all seem to get. It'd be hard to get your drugs. It would definitely be hard to get your drugs. But that actually, Maybe. I feel like, is even a better reason to send them off to the to the middle of nowhere. I feel like we're. I feel like we are accomplishing a lot today. <laughs> I, I, we- honestly, when I think about it, when I when I look at the people that are in those tent cities, they're not. They don't seem to be more effective as human of human beings as cows so couldn't we just fence them in like on a piece you know, of land working at the jail i dealt with these people and once they sober up they're all like really funny and yeah down to earth I, that's and the people. that's the that is the main funny. that is the main problem is that most so, of them like, are just it's all drugs and mental health yes it is. yes but uh, it's it's definitely if you've never been to a ten city, I'm going out to California on Tuesday in San Francisco, the mecca of why? ten cities. Apparently. Why are you going there? My lady friend's brother lives there and is getting married. Oh, so you'll you'll, you'll 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 you will not be in San Francisco. You'll I'm, be outside dude, of San Francisco. I'm no 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 no. They live in San Francisco. No, Her they don't live staying, in San Francisco. The they downtown live in San, San Francisco. Francisco. They live in San Francisco. I don't think they live they do. in the area code of San Francisco. I've never been to where they live. I live in the yes. area code of Kissimmee. I live in the area code of Boston, but I'm saying they live in San Francisco proper, whatever that is. I'm sure it's the nice area. At least that's her grandmother um, or now her grandmother passed away, but the house is still there. We're staying at her, her, her grandmother's house that they still have. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm going to see a lot of people. Hopefully I witness, uh, you know, get my San Francisco bingo card. I want to see someone poop on the on the sidewalk, which I have seen in Boston. Um, Do you know that the first time I want to get my car? I don't have a car, but I want to have my car broken into. That'd be good, too. <laughs> I've got you covered there. I know you already did it. So yeah. the first time I was ever in San Francisco and this was a decade ago, so it wasn't as crazy as it is now. But the hotel that we stayed in, which is in downtown, is right next, next to the Moscone Center. The we went to the uh, little pub across the street from our hotel and I still smoked cigarettes at the time. So my buddy and I were out front smoking Gross. cigarettes and this guy comes up to us, very sketchy, and asks if he can bum a cigarette. And both of us were like, nah, this is our last one. We, we, we both, this is the last in the pack that Did we were both sharing. Did you lie to this sharing. poor gentleman? Did you have more? Oh, yeah. Both of us had oh, cigarettes. Unbelievable. And so we, we go back in. I could feel that something sketchy was going on. So I threw my cigarette and went back in. And my buddy came with me. And uh, not five minutes later, that dude comes running through the bar and a guy's chasing after him and he had been stabbed by the guy that was chasing him and the bartender was like get out and the guy's like i've been stabbed and the bartender's like i don't care leave i'll clean up the blood but get out i at least yell at the stab the stabber to get out well they they both had to go Okay. Yeah, I don't know what That's happened nice. there because we stayed. We had just. Uh, I was having my pre-meal cigarette, so yeah, I got pre-meal, back and my meal cigarette, my during meal cigarette, there. my food got there. There was a time, the yeah, my food sure. got there, and uh, we ate 
hung out, had a couple beers, and then we all left. And I mean, I didn't see an ambulance or anything, so I'm assuming the stabbed guy either got hauled away while we were in there or ran somewhere else. So I don't know, but uh, that's San Francisco for you. It is thoughts a, and prayers are with the stab victim during this difficult time. It is a shithole. It, it's funny how different the homeless are in all of these major cities because I've dealt with a lot of them. And uh, Chicago was the place where I was wearing like tennis shoes, and the guy asked if he could clean and and shine my shoes, and I was like, I'm wearing like fifty dollar sneakers. And he's like, Man, I can make those look brand new. And I was like, Well, I only have five dollars. So <laughs> did he do it? Should I get it to him? I'm gonna tell the story. I, uh, hey, hey. Oh, wait, uh, wait, wait. No, you said something about tennis shoes. Yes. Why do people call it tennis shoes? Because they were originally made for tennis. I would just sneakers, just straight up sneakers. I Anyways, said both, sorry. but but I'm anti tennis shoe. All right. With your gut, I understand why. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, if you spent less time walking around like a homeless man and more pl- guy time playing tennis, you'd probably be a, at least a, a hard seven. Possible but, with an elbow. So this guy, elbow. I said, I have five dollars. So if you want to clean my shoes for five dollars, go ahead and do it. So he gets down there and he cleans. He's showing me. He's telling me like, look how much better that looks. And he was right. It was suede. They were suede. So it looks nice and it, it's all cleaned Please up. And he goes around. Him. He goes around. No, I'm. I made a bargain. I'm a man of yeah. my word. So yeah, yeah. Except for when it comes to cigarettes. And so he cleans up my shoes. And then he gets up and he's like $20. And I was like, I, we made a deal. I gave you yeah. the heads up beforehand. I was like, I have five, here's $5. And the guy's like $20. And I was like, you know what? I'm not giving you the $5 now. I'm going to the go oh. over there and they're going to make you leave. So I went over to the, yeah. the maitre d' and said, this guy's harassing me. And they ran him off. Oh, geez. He, he, he would have gotten. Yeah. If he would have just taken the five, he would have gotten five, the five. bucks Believe that he me, agreed to at the beginning. It, he spent like five minutes doing it. I'm not going to try to do the math on the hour, but I mean, mm. five bucks, five minutes. Yeah. That, so I think that's $60 an hour. I, he, I, yeah. No, no. 65 minutes. Yeah. Dollar a minute. Okay. No, you're right. Yes. Wait, <laughs> wait a second. Let me get my calculator out. <laughs> hour. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah. You're all right. right. All right. Good. I had a, quite the dilemma today after driving around aimlessly. I had a haircut because I'm going to this wedding on Tuesday, uh, flying out to San Francisco. And there's a barbershop right across the street from me. The guy, there's two guys, Rich and Mark. And Mark is gone. Mark just, dis- Mark's just gone. And Rich owns the place. Mark rented the chair out. And Mark was my guy. And not after just one day I went there and Mark was open. And then I've just been a Mark guy ever since. After COVID, we got to now make appointments which they'd like because instead of just which i kind of like too for haircuts instead of like sometimes you show up and you're like oh there's like 17 dudes just waiting it's a personality thing i'm a spur of the moment guy i don't make an appointment for my haircut i like to go in but sometimes i have to wait a little longer yeah yeah but i do like the just walking in and walking out in 20 minutes and that's great but um so mark just disappeared i went i made an appointment with mark went there mark was gone and you ask was like I'll do it. Yeah. I said, where'd Mark go? He's like, oh, Mark, Mark went someplace else. I don't know. So must have had a falling out. I don't know what happened. Mark's gone. The new guy. Don't trust the new guy. Not doing the Never. new guy I, ever. Go to Rich. So I go to I don't even know the new guy's name. Don't want to know the new guy's name. And so I go to Rich and Rich, they, they uh, up the, the price of the haircut. Now it's like 30 bucks instead of 27 bucks, which is a little pricey. It's inflation, but buddy. 
Got rid of, yeah, got to do what you got to do. Got rid of, and then I made the appointment today. That goddamn Rich, Botanomics. Botanomics Rich, is killing us, Mike. You're paying $30 for a $27 haircut. Goddamn right. I don't even know what the word you used was. But so, Rich it cancels my appointment. Get a text. Your appointment is canceled. I'm like, what the F? And now I call in. Even though it's across the street, I could just walk right across the street, but then I have to go downstairs. And this just happened over the past like 20 minutes. And um, then Rich sent an email saying, sorry, family emergency. And when I was parking, I saw Rich drive away. Rich could have been like, hey, I'm leaving. He could have told me right there. And I'll be like, oh, my God. Well, if your so guys, now, if your guy's gone, just go to a different place. How often do you get I'm your going haircut? to Supercuts once every month, month and a half? Yeah, I'm bad. Depends about upon that. the situation. I wouldn't get my hair cut right now if I wasn't going to this wedding. Yeah, that's how I kind of I tend to do it, too. Like I plan my haircuts around things I need my haircut for. Yeah. But then sometimes you just don't get your haircut. And then all of a sudden you wake up. You're like, wow, I look. Oh, like my hair looks name. ridiculous right now. Yeah, mine. Mine's fine. I could pull. Well, you just off. got a haircut, didn't you? I got no, I hadn't got. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. Rich bailed on you. So you didn't Rich get the bailed haircut. on me. Did you not listen to my story? I, Jeez, I was too please. busy thinking listen, about my own stuff. I listen to you. You screwing homeless men over of cigarettes and five dollars. But she's the, the five dollar guy does not have an argument. The cigarette guy has an argument. <laughs> I saw at least up. I didn't stab so, him. The next so guy I'll, asked for a cigarette, stabbed him, stabbed him. Yeah, that's good. So I uh, I uh I might have said this last time. I saw my fa- one of my favorite homeless guys. His name is Miami. I know him from the jail. By his name is Miami. I mean, he just said, "Call me Miami" because I'm from Miami. I said, "Okay, I'm not going to fact check this. I wonder if he's." How about I call you Miami, your though. mom's vagina? Because that's where you well, came that's, from. That is true. It's that is quite a nickname for you, your mom's vagina. My favorite homeless man, your mom's vagina. Interesting. Okay. So, anyways, not your mom, so anyways, his mom. I see Miami. I see Miami, and I'm like, I always give Miami money because it's just like he's he's in a wheelchair in jail. He'd always have seizures and stuff, and he's just a crazy guy. But uh, I'd always give him five bucks to talk to him for a little bit. And then he saw me. He was yelling at someone. I was like, Miami, why are you yelling at someone? It was obviously his drug dealer. He's like, just give me the fucking money. Opening. I was like, what? He's like, give me your money. And I just gave him 35 cents. And I was like, there you go, man. That's You're acting very today. San Francisco, Miami. Yeah, I was like, stop yelling at me, Miami. <laughs> why? He's like, I'm sorry. I was like, that's all I got. I don't have any money. But anyways, that, that's my man, Miami. Um, so, uh, yeah, I had my haircut canceled. Have a big had a big thing going on. Uh, also earlier today, I went to Umberto's as I do, and I yes. might have gone to this ramp before. Umberto's, the guy demands when you get a can of Coke, can of soda, whatever it is you're ordering there. It's a can. Always comes in a can. Gives you a straw. And no cup, just a straw. Yeah, well, who, Umberto's isn't the kind of place you would get a cup. Who puts a straw in a can of soda? I think people do. I wouldn't. They're psychopaths. Why? They're fancy boys. No, the best part of the can listen, is drinking it out of the listen, can. If it's I, a cup, yes. I straw, rarely, 100%. I rarely ever use a straw. The the most of the time with really? my iced coffee from Dunkies, I'll use the straw because mm-hmm. it comes in such a beautiful packaging and the straw's already in there. Everything's yeah. good. But uh, I rarely use a straw. But drinking from a can gives you like air bubbles so you might be yeah, better that's off the best part and then you just rip loud burps they're great <laughs> like maybe i mean i love I, it i don't like when my gastrointestinal system is off so maybe i'm looking at it from a different point of view than you if i had maybe maybe a 20 ounce bottle but i don't buy 20 ounce bottles anymore because i just think do you think are you a soda guy yeah you're yeah 
Do you think that soda tastes different? Like it's not as good out of the 20 ounce bottle as it is out of the can is the best soda. No, out of the bottle, Dang. out of a out of a glass no. bottle is the best. Actually, the best well, soda, Fallon, Fallon. The, the best soda is out of a McDonald's dispenser. McDonald's Coke. That's the yeah. best. That's the best soda. Mm-hmm. Second best is out of a glass bottle. Third best is out of a can. And uh, fourth best is out of a plastic bottle classic 20 ounce bottle but although, it's the worst out of the bottle it's although the if you don't drink it, it, it the problem with the bottle though i think is that because because of the way the bottle shaped as you're drinking it you're shaking and you mm, by the end flat. of it you've lo- yeah you've made this flat by drinking it that way because if, if you put into a glass of ice out of a plastic bottle it tends to be pretty good if you get the 20 or the liter soda, a liter of cola. Could I have a liter pour, of cola? Could I have a liter of cola? You need a and hamburger and a liter it, of cola. It's for a cop. Cop. <laughs> did I talk about how I opened for that guy? No. Oh, oh you did. You that. did talk yeah, about that you were show. going to, we, but you didn't uh, talk about the fact that you did it. Yeah. So anyways, when you pour the liter of soda Maybe into you the, the glass and put ice in it, then it's fine. But if you drink it out of the 20 ounce bottle, it's gross. Yeah, I opened up for Jay Chandra Sekar, and he was the um, he was the Indian guy with the mustache who wants a mustache ride. Yes, that guy I did that like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I'm still waiting on. They say the checks in the mail. Oh, geez, still waiting on it. Yeah, isn't comedy the, the kind time- of place where you take the cash? I've been very yes, I've been very lucky in my. Um, career of getting fifty dollars here and there, of getting paid in a timely fashion, and this is the first time. I thought that I thought that you literally, at your level of comedy, you went to the the manager's office and yeah. they gave you the cash right there. I didn't think that there was any kind of check or any kind of waiting involved. Usually, I deal with John Tobin presents here in Boston, and they they like Venmo you. It's Zell. They Zell you within like a day or two after of working, and you never have to deal with them. But this one. Was through John Tobin Presents, but the place at Beverly pays you instead of John Tobin Presents paying you. And this was, I had to fill out a W-9. I had to, I'm like, I don't even know how much it's going to be. Like, I don't even know. But it should be coming hopefully today or tomorrow because I need that before I go to California. Just in case Miami needs uh, But there, yeah, some in drugs. case Miami needs more drugs. Um, the, the That's the worst thing. I mean, there's lots of worse things of doing comedy. But uh, and luckily, knock on wood, I've never had to deal with this is people promising you money and then just never paying you or being like, oh, I promised you 150. Here's 50. And you're like, well, where's the hundred? And they're like, I don't know, man. Tough cookies. Yeah, that, that happens like all the time because you don't it's especially at my level. You're not signing contracts or not. It's just, hey, do you want to do this show Friday at City Winery? That's my show tonight. City Winery. I don't even know if I'm getting paid. If they give me money, that's great. Yeah. I'm kind and, and which is crazy because I'm a big deal. Jeff, I was on the news. I was on the news again. <laughs> yeah, but you're going you, out and finding people. You're going out and doing this. This is no, you act like this is something that happens organically. It's not organic at all. This was a block away from me. You're fucking. I was notified are, ahead of time. You are <laughs> hydroponically growing these situations. I this one was a little. I was notified. I'm not saying who notified me, yeah. but I was notified of the situation. And All I of your friends text you and say there's a camera crew out here and you go. OK. Yes. Yeah. OK. Possibly. I hate to burst and your bubble. So this it's cool that was, you do it, but let's not be weird. You 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 acted like this was some kind I, of. No, usually I'm just walking around. This one was a prearranged <laughs> situation. Yeah, this one. But this one. 
And so since I knew what was happening, so what what happened, folks, if you uh, go on NBC 10, you should Google machines. Jeff, did I, I messaged you it. You can did. You put it up no, on the thing? I'm a dick. Oh, actually, no worries. actually, you know what? I, I can. I can. Give me a second okay. here. I'm not. I'm unprepared for this. I'll tell but the I can story. You, you Hold prepare, on. It's, I'm, I'm prepared now. You ready? Here's okay, Mike. Yes. Oh, I've got it. What's going on here? Oh, man. This is just unprofessional. It's unbelievable how unprofessional, unprofessional this is. I always love it when people we're not getting paid for this, by the way. When people say you're not being professional, I'm like, well, you're not paying me. So I'm not being professional. I don't know if you know what professional means. Yeah, I, it's just it's just unbelievable that. Uh, that I've well, that I failed anyways, here as Jeff is 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 trying to concoct the situation to get the actual footage of me on the news and the, the, the audio of it because you guys aren't watching. So the corner store, it's called C-O-N-N-A-H store. It's on Hanover Street closed because the rents are going crazy. The Chinese food place that was there for over 50 years closed. The corner store is closing and other places are closing. So I was notified that the news was there talking to the locals about the corner store closing. And I immediately put on my new kids on the block shirt and my scully cap. My dad got me when he was in Ireland and um, walked over there and saw uh, the reporter Eli and the cameraman. And they immediately laughed hysterically at me for wearing the new kids on the block shirt and the scully cap. And then they asked me my thoughts on it. And do you have it? Is Do you think it's going to pop up or no? Why are you asking me questions, dude? Tell your story. Oh, I thought because I was saying you can play it right now of what I said, but if it's not ready, I was trying to vamp, but for some oh. re- for some reason, it's not working. Oh, here not we working? go. Here okay. we go. No, oh, no, we go. I think okay. here we go. Here we go. This is the corner store. It's the local spot. I come here and get my scratchies and a Klondike bar. And uh, whenever Powerball was big, I'd always come here. I had a winning buy. I don't know if it's going over. It did. It did. It did. Okay. Perfect. So, you anyways, you you, why, why, were, why were you dropping? Why are you putting your? You, they could hear it. Why were you? Oh, why were you it. Bostoning up your R's? Because I got a fake Boston accent, okay. and I said, "I, I pretty good. I, I Bostonied it up, and I said, this is where I'd get my scratchies and my Klondike bars.'" And they heard you, and yeah, they, they did okay. Yeah. yeah, and uh and then everyone who heard it immediately shit on my Boston accent said it was bad. That's what they do though. Bostonians are the worst about this. They, they act as though you do a bad Boston accent, but they don't hear themselves. But how many times, how many times have you talked to a Bostonian and like done their accent back to them? They're they're like, I don't sound like that. And you're like, that's exactly how you sound. That's exactly how you sound like. And especially when I get drunk, I've lived in Boston now for 20 years. New Yorkers own it. If you walk up to a New New Yorker and you go, oh, hey, (laughs) they're like, yeah, oh, hey, that's right. It's perfect. Especially on the the, in the borough, not in Manhattan, because no one's like from Manhattan. But if you go into like Brooklyn and Staten Island and stuff. Oh, my God. Those guys are like walking, talking Saturday. Yeah, but they're not dicks about the accent, which I really like. No, no, no. Everybody has a good New York accent because New Yorkers don't go. That's not what it sounds like. Oh, I'm so pretentious about my accent. You don't sound like you're from Boston. It's really cool to have a Boston accent. No, you sound like a fucking hayseed from England half the time. Basically, yes, I'm from Northampton, Western Mass. We speak the King's English. So but I've lived in Boston now for 20 years. So kind of comes and goes. If I'm a round person who really has it, it then comes it, out. I'll start saying it a little or bit. if you're in front of a news camera where you're like, or if oh, I'm in front of a news I, camera I parked my car and I, here and I had to go out and get, uh, you know, me and my this kid over here had to go and get uh, our, our uh, what'd you get? 
We got Klondike bars. We got Klondike bars. It's scratchies. Yeah, scratchies. Um, so, so this is the thing. Of, of all of my amazing comedic genius things I've done and put online, and none of them have really taken off other than the Steve Kerr thing. Uh, where I talked to Steve Kerr from a duck boat, the, the head coach of the Warriors, for those of you listening to the Michael Bryan show for the first time, please like subscribe, tell your friends, t- tell your neighbors. Um, this didn't, I was like, this is going to blow up. Like the Steve Kerr thing. I was like, this is going to blow up. I know it's going to blow up. And it did. But this, I was like, this is going to blow up. This is really like you. See this is the thing, the though. It doesn't it doesn't blow up because the it's humor never- in it is that people that you're that you're putting on the accent and you're wearing a new kids on the block shirt, which you obviously own. And yep. and and it's funny that you're that guy on TV. But ninety nine percent of people don't get that. But that's why it's like so people think that this guy might be actually walking around Boston. That yeah. there's a guy with a scully cap. And there's, a the block shirt about them. there's a thousand of them. There's a thousand of them. You're not unique walking around in a new kid's shirt or a Marky Mark shirt with a scully cap. Yeah. I mean, Jesus no Christ walks around with new kids on the block. Give me a break. Dude. It's a concert. You're, it's like when you get a new car and you're like, I never noticed these cars, but they're everywhere now. Now yeah, that we've are, talked about this, true. you pay attention. You're going to see at least 10 new kids on the block shirts every time you walk around downtown, downtown Boston. I highly doubt that, ooh, but if ooh, I do see ooh, it, I'd be I'd high five them. Ooh, it's ooh, like it's ooh, like the Jeep. I'm gonna ooh, wave at ooh, all the new ooh, kids on the block shirts. Yeah, uh, another asshole and a no kids on the block shirt. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be an asshole, it'd be a person who loves great music. Um so Christmas what did you get for Christmas, Jeff? Any big Christmas presents? No. No, nothing? No, what I got child- I, I got an ice maker. That's what an you get maker. when you're my age. Yes. There you go. My did my wife. Child- handwrite a card for you or anything? oh yeah oh yeah my hand yeah. my child handwrites a lot of things she likes to write a lot did she attempt a santa claus picture with the card she gave you for christmas or no to draw santa claus yeah to no, draw santa no, claus. no no she no. didn't do that although she drew santa claus a lot during the holiday season it just mm. wasn't on my card Nah, that's too bad she's not so really what- good at at the stuff she's actually is getting she better she's getting better <laughs> she that's one thing i could never do draw yeah i've never been good i at feel it like drawing is one of those things where all of a sudden your kid just it's up there with singing too where if your kid's just like five and just draws you're like holy shit you're really good at drawing like you don't like the initial you're you don't good judge at them it. on a curve yeah you're like oh my god you're actually really good hold at on that. a when second like i'm gonna five. you vamp for a second i'm gonna get my painting down you're painting down. Okay. Yeah. I feel like whenever you're a kid, it drawing and singing, the initial thing is like a God given, a God given skill. And then you could like get people to teach you how to do it better. But for the most part, drawing, singing, that's a natural thing. Jeff, uh, you're, so you're showing this me a is, picture. This is, see, as you can see, it's signed. It's signed on the bottom, Jeff Taylor, for 1989. Those of you listening at home, Jeff is showing me a magnus a magnificent drawing of a barn with a silo that looks like a giant. <laughs> That's penis. why I was gonna say <laughs> I, I painted this and I think my father started discouraging me from painting anymore. He's like, What's up with the massive dick you're in the like, background? I was like, That's a silo like, and he's like, You're clearly drawing dicks. The next yeah, thing like, the next oh, thing I know you're gonna be sucking bad. dicks. So I think I'm gonna go ahead and s- discourage you from your art career. You're like Jonah Hill and Superbad, just a notepad full of dicks. <laughs> I think that's what I would have become if my dad didn't beat it out of me when he saw I this was, painting. I almost 14 years old. 
Yes. Can you take a picture of that and send it to me, <laughs> yes. and then I'll put that online. Yes. Um, for the 14 people listening to this. Uh, yes. But um, with the, how old were you in 1989? So 14. 1989, so you had to be in like 37 years old. I was 14. 14 years old. 14 years old. Yeah. And imagine that. That's actually really good. Thanks. That was really good. I appreciate um, it. Yeah. I was never a good drawer. I once in art class at Jackson Street, I tried to draw, draw a cow, and then I tried to draw someone milking it, and then... It was really bad, and then one of See, my friends at least when I went yours, to the bathroom. At least yours, like, was geared towards the female. You're you're drawing like somebody yeah, milking a cow. No, it wasn't like grabbing udders and stuff. It was just like underneath the cow. And then I well, went to go to the. Bathroom. I hate to break this to you, but when someone milks a cow, they're under the cow. I know, but I udders. was in second grade or something. I don't know. So then I'm I, I'm drawing like a guy like looks like he's milking a cow, even though he's not. There's no udders or anything. And the cow's really bad and the guy's really bad. And then I went to the bathroom and someone grabbed a yellow crayon and made it seem like the cow was peeing on the guy. <laughs> and then the art teacher lost her shit on me because she thought that I drew the urine soaked man. And I was like, <laughs> I did not do that. And I don't remember what happened, but I remember her losing her mind. I wish I don't even remember I don't understand name. why she would be very upset that you draw a cow peeing on I a man. Either. They do. It's a natural thing. It's, it's it organic. Sometimes. Unlike your news <laughs> stories. <laughs> the past one was not organic. They're usually organic. Uh, Macy for Christmas. I got Macy. I got her. I think I discussed it the last time I got her five rows back center to Moulin Rouge, the musical. Yes. Really good. $300, not cheap and uh, not per ticket, but total for the two. And um, let me do the math forward to That's it. January $30 a ticket. Yeah. I don't I don't know about Moulin Rouge. I know the song. The Hibish, yeah. I don't even know what it's about. It's about about. chicks that dance and sing in Chicago. Something, right? I don't know. It's chicks that dance and sing in Chicago. Oh, is it in Paris? Oh no, you know what I'm thinking of? The musical Chicago. Chicago. (laughs) You're thinking of Chicago. Yeah, that 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 happens sometimes. And so Macy, a couple days before Christmas starts grilling me on courtside seats to the Celtics and how to obtain them and how much would I pay for courtside seats to the Celtics. And I said, I don't know, maybe like 300 bucks. She's like, even if it was like a mid week game against a bad team, I'd be, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'd still do it. And she's like, and then I said how I did it for a whole season with the magic. I was right underneath the hoop and it's really cool. So I wouldn't like pay that much because I've already done it, but I would pay a good amount of money. So I'm thinking like she's getting me courtside seats to the Celtics. Instead, my lady friend, um, we come home from her parents' place and she presents me with a package that got delivered to my house. I got delivered to my house. She said, don't open it. But I see right away what it is. It's Hims. The return address is Hims. The pills. <laughs> she got you dick she pills? Got me. So that's why I said, you got me dick pills? And she's like, no, I didn't get you dick pills. I got you the hair. She got me hair balding like to restore hair pills from hymns that's fucked up but i said i wanted it oh, i did okay. say i wanted I to get to it say, yeah. i did say i wanted to get it and then i realized she told me she had to like go online and like get my information because you it's a prescription so yeah. she had to like fill out this stuff and like get my social security number and all this shit 
and she had to act like she was me on like a uh, i think this might be a federal crime so let's stop yeah, talking about it you should go to jail <laughs> should go to jail for not getting me courts if it doesn't work Celtics. no especially if it doesn't work yeah. yeah i think i'm too far gone i think i'm i think i don't I'm like, i don't think you are i think that it will i think, I think it'll work st- but you have you to continue to take them take them because yeah, if you because exactly. if you stop taking them i think more i think it goes back to where you would have naturally been over that amount of time so if you only take them for six months it'll you'll see more hair and then you'll go back to where you were when you started but if you take them for like 10 years and then you stop you go bald you go bald yeah that's like i think it's like when you start like i'm cutting carbs out and then you lose 30 pounds and then you're like wow i've lost all the weight and then you go back to eating pizza and then you gain 50 pounds back yes because yeah that's basically the same thing it's not but fine kind of kind of not even kind of okay all right that's fine (laughs) that's fine that's fine um, so what did you do? Did you go anywhere for Christmas? Did no, you, actually, what? we we stayed in Orlando for Christmas this year. My mother celebration. My, well, no, we were in uh, actually if we're going to get into uh, the semantics of it, we were in the Black Hammock, which is where my mother okay. lives every year. Every year we spend Christmas Eve Eve at my mother's house and then uh, get up on the morning of Christmas Eve and do all the pleasantries. And then uh, we go back to our own homes for for Santa Claus. And uh, so we did that. Uh, my mother yeah, got me a Christmas nice Eve is the big thing. Christmas Eve is the big thing. Christmas Day was always we don't really do big family things on my side anymore because our family is no, too big. You got to be home. Like so Santa, like kids, Santa doesn't kids gonna know. Santa's not going to yeah. know that like you're at your your grandmother's house. He goes to your house. So if you want to be where house. the presents are going to be, you got to be yeah. at your house. But I'm just saying, like, during the day, I understand, like, not sleeping over. But, like, during the day, like, you know, at Christmas, you didn't have dinner at a big family thing. You just had it. No, it was Christmas family. Eve That's, always. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas Eve was a big tradition. thing. Yeah. Um, I went to my dad's and my dad is going to be the marshal in the Northampton St. Patrick's Day parade. Awesome. Uh, kind of a big. Yeah. Kind of a big deal. Is this going to be his first time marshalling the parade? It says you only do it once. It's it's quite the honor. It awesome. is quite the honor. He's going to do that. And he got me um, one of those white Irish sweaters. I don't know what that, that means. Those like white hand knitted sweaters that you wear when to show your I, my dad is like all in on the whole I'm Irish thing. Yeah, like, you're O'Brien. More so than I mean, yeah, it's very, more so, very Irish. It's it is, but it's also it's it's to the point of it's getting unhealthy. Like everything. Well, do like he's from Boston-ish area he's where not, Ireland from two and a half, two hours away from here. He's that counts as Boston. I found out, and he still thinks my dad still thinks he'll he'll say like streets and areas of towns that aren't even there in Boston anymore because he hasn't been here really since Northeast. They changed the streets and towns. Oh, uh, they tore the whole city apart for the big dick. Yeah, ah. they tore the whole city apart. Oh like, wow, the whole city's completely different. But the whole if street went here, away. Like typically uh, a street, uh, typically a street is longer than I mean, the big dig is a yeah. few blocks, but typically a street keeps going past a few blocks. Yeah. But like where the hospitals are and hospitals are all redone and is buildings he like, are put up and streets are cut off. And he was stuff, like, there was and, Harvard cul-de-sac yeah. there. And it's not. Yeah. There yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Like, he'll, he, yeah, he'll just say stuff. I was like, that's not a thing anymore, dad. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, so we're going to be marching and I and I have the, you know, those like St. Patrick's breakfasts. Yeah. Have you ever heard of these before? before I know, about them. Well, I know yeah. that uh, I know I, I know that uh, the Union Hall in Boston does it and uh, the Dropkick Murphys play 
for their union. Yes, that has happened. That's the yes. only show that I've never seen in Boston that the Dropkick Murphys do around St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I went to one St. Patrick's one. I thought at, about joining uh, the union. Harper's I was going to be a pipe fitter just so I could see yeah. that show. There you go. Yeah. That, in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to come um, up there and uh, clean some pipes. I went to Harper's Ferry. It got free tickets because a guy I worked with at Duck Tours was driving them in the, the St. Patrick's Day Parade, and he got free tickets, and we went. And uh, we got backstage, and they were wanted nothing. We, they were far away from us, and one guy was doing coke in the back. Yeah. I don't know which one, but one of them was just blowing lines right in it's the funny. Like, It's funny. Right, you know how they say never meet your heroes? Yeah. Ne- <laughs> never ever meet your heroes if they're from boston because everybody yeah. that i've met from boston is a dickhead that's famous basically yeah, yeah. i don't know the, the one that's always out in the open is like a guitarist he's not the singer he was nice yeah but everyone else is like get away from me um is that the guy so, that plays but, all the instruments he plays like the mandolin and the yeah the, like, yeah the he's like the, everything. he's like the spokesman of it even though he's not the lead singer like the lead singer isn't like if you think of well the, is it the bass player Murphy's, yeah, the bass player. Yeah, the short guy. That's Dickie, that's Taurus. whatever. What's his name? I don't know. I'm trying. I don't. I don't, I don't know, know what their Anyways. names are. But there's the lead singer names. with this this voice. Yeah, and that's then not, he's not the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's and, the redheaded, very Irish-looking bass player that also sings. Uh, the, this guy, the he's like short, short and stocky, and has black hair, and he's always out. He's the one doing interviews all the time for him. Right. But anyways, so I saw. Anyways, so I have to do the speech for this and i have to like roast i was like what am i doing when i was asked to do this i was asked years ago to do it because people thought i was a real comedian i was like no i can't do that it's really hard you have to come up with like new material you're like doing a roast of people you don't even know you yeah. know so like i have to do i have to like roast the mayor of northampton who i don't even know who this the is mayor the beautiful thing is right this now. is the beautiful thing let me give you a lesson in comedy coming from yeah. this person who is very versed in how comedy works you yeah, don't absolutely. write the roast jokes you reach out to people that live in the little town that you mm-hmm. know or even mm-hmm. don't know. You can call the guy that owns the local grocery store and say, yeah. give me five to ten things that I can say about this mayor that everyone yeah. will find funny. And funny. then you just punch it up. My dad said the thing. I was like, I don't even know who the mayor is. And then he goes, you know what? I don't think anyone knows who the mayor is. <laughs> yes. So that's that's going to be it because I don't think that's anyone a good knows joke. Got a new mayor. That's yeah, a good that's a new that's no one way to mayor. roast the, the mayor. You come out and, and you say, I was asked to come out here and roast the mayor. So I called my dad who's lived here his entire life. And I said, hey, dad, tell me a few things about the mayor. And your dad said, I don't even know who the mayor, who is. The mayor is. I don't think anybody so knows who the mayor, mayor is. The mayor is. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, the other one, there's like 17 weed shops in Northampton. All so right. I'm going to say welcome to the grand opening of the 18th weed shop there here. Because everyone jokes that's going. But I, I don't know. Then I roast my dad. And then I roast uh, other woman, Megan, who's a little bit older than me. Uh, Are you going to make fun of her saggy tits? I don't know. Are you yeah, going to go blue know. with it? No, no, oh, no. It's got to be clean. PG 13, strict oh. PG 13. I don't know. 13 um, year olds got have a lot of access to porn these is, days. So yeah. No, what's PG-13, what's PG 13 mean now? So I just go up and do your mom jokes the entire time. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So luckily that's in March. I, I woke up in the middle of the night and wrote some stuff down. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I look forward to hearing about this. Me too. I look forward to it. Hopefully the breakfast will be good. I don't know. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Um, 
that's basically i mean i i've had really nothing i'm excited for california i'm gonna go to la and i'm gonna try to be famous in la maybe get on the local how great would that be if i got on the local news in la that'd be fantastic it would especially if it happened organically i have a show thursday at a place you might get on on the local news in san francisco I Boston man killed by mugged. homeless. Yeah. yeah, no shit. <laughs> Boston man moronically <laughs> walks around da- downtown San Francisco acting homeless and is killed acting by homeless actual homeless. Is, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, oh, I tried to. This is what I meant. To, I tried to do the Christmas card thing. We were talking about earlier how I had this idea for Let unboxing me, my, the Christmas cards. Al Pacino told me never to name drop, but Yoda mm-hmm. told me there is no try. There's only there is do. only do. And I did it. I did it and it was like 20 minutes long. I tried to edit it. I couldn't. It's just too, it was too much. So next year I'm going to do Christmas cards one at a time. So like every day, each card gets like 30 seconds. It's just easier or, you know, or each video is like a minute. I don't know. There was like 12 cards and then I had to set it up. It was like close to 20 minutes. It was, it was, it, I didn't out. execute. No, no, it's not good. It's not good. It's not, and not only that was it too long, it was, I didn't really do anything funny. Well, yeah, so it that's was, a problem. Yeah, it's just, just wasn't reading good. Christmas cards. Nobody's yeah, no, going to watch like that. Analyzing them. My favorite one, though, the favorite thing that I came up with was when they sent me Christmas cards and the kids were on it. You got so I'll give you a point if there's something I like. There's no rhyme or reason why I gave you a point. Just something ca- caught my eye. But the number one thing was you got a point if I've met your child on the card and you got negative one points if I never met your child. So there was a lot of negative one points. And also you had to have a full family, everyone in the family. Some people just put the kids in the picture. It's like, no, full family. I want the full family in the picture. Yes. Because it's from the if it was from the tailors, I need all three of you in. And even well, four, there are but, five. but I saw five five well well. Uh, your, it would be your, weird if my 30 year old son came to Santa pictures. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah right. So uh, I, uh, horrible news, actually, from the tailors. And you messaged something about it earlier. I saw it on the Facebook. Our, our pal Bella went to doggy heaven. 16 years old. 16 years old. Blind yeah. as a bat. Little. What kind of dog was it? In? It was a chihuahua. chihuahua. What was it? She was a, she was a little chihuahua. Or uh, when did Bella leave this world? On New Year's Eve. Ooh. Yeah, she uh, she was like, you guys don't have to put up with me shit and pissing everywhere mm-hmm. in 2024. But it was sad. You know, Bella Bella was very old and uh, blind. we were very attached. She was blind. She was deaf. Uh, but she started getting sick. She was sick for a couple of days. So we knew the end was not like throwing up or. Yeah, that and she was very skinny and very shaky and not eating. Yeah, this is the time my brother was like, put her outside. I bet she goes off into a corner and dies. And I was like, I don't want to do that. But we really didn't want to put her down because neither of us had the stomach to or the heart to look her in the eye. You got to do that. We didn't. We didn't have to. She didn't. She 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 suffered for like a day. She was whiny. And so like it started happening in the night. And I picked her up and I stayed downstairs with her and uh, Mm. she kept me up all night. But then my wife was like, well, you were up all night last night, so I'll stay up with her tonight. And she did. And uh, my wife woke up in the morning and she was like, I I spent half the night holding a corpse. (laughs) Holding a dead dog. She literally said a corpse. Slept with a dead dog. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) 
it, it's funny because I, you know, I consider myself a man's man, and you're uh, a man. You you don't have a conversation with another man unless you're holding a gun. That's yes. how manly you are. So yes. uh, I took the dog to to the crematorium, and uh, I how much got does that ring up? Hundred bucks. No, that's not bad. No. Well, is it, is, if the so Bella was like five pounds, if you had a dog that was 150 pounds, would it have been more? It, yeah, but yeah, there like were, there were, there were, it was literally small, medium, and large. Yeah, <laughs> I think large was 150 and medium was 125. I would have loved it if you were just driving around with a dead dog to other crematoriums, like, this I don't know, place. the one next door, $75. No, I was in no emotional state to drive around and fucking try yeah, to figure out where the cheapest crematorium was. I found the the one that was open on New Year's Day, and uh, I'm calling Eve. you the one ocal is $74. No, none of that. My wife, my wife, I think my wife was very happy that I jumped in and took care of this. Yeah. But uh, so I drive over there, I'm very emotional, I was very attached to this dog, and mm-hmm. uh, I get to the, the place and I walk in, and it's like a little office which is okay, but the guy can tell that, you know, I'm, I'm having feelings. So he's like, I'm very sorry for your loss. And he uh, said, um, you come put is her the down dog in, in here. a cage or what do you? No, I had you, her in her, I had her in her bed. In her bed. Okay. Yeah. And covered okay. with a towel. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, he says, put her down over here. So he opens the door and I go into the next room and it's like a, an operating table and then the oven and that's the only oh, two geez. things that are in there <laughs> so i put her down and he's like you want me to give you a minute so you can say your goodbyes and i'm like no i'm good and like when i said no i'm good i'm like at this point but you can tell yeah. that i'm crying and yeah. uh so i go back out and i gotta pussy. be honest so yes i was a big big fat <laughs> pussy i admit it it was the biggest was pretty pussy but uh he was he was an indian man so i was very happy that he was very stoic and I, and I really thought about this. I was like, he's Hindu. He thinks that dog's going to be born tomorrow as like a human. And depending, that dog was so awesome that, yeah. that, she, that she is going to be reincarnated as the first female president of the United States of America. If it depends on how great they were in their life, what they get in the next life, then. Well, unless Joe Biden dies, then that's not going to happen. But. Well, he's not. We're going to be fine. Joe Biden. I, no, th- I have 100 bucks. It says he does. I could win $2,000. I, I, to be perfectly honest with you, I think that they can keep him alive on the meth that they're giving him alone for at least another 10 years. Maybe. Yeah. yeah I'm, that I'm, keeps I'm, a, I'm pretty sure keeps he's going. fine. With the amount of with the with the kind of doctors that you have when you're a head of state like that, the kind of medical care available to you. I think that that he can live a, a at least another Should ten years. I hope so. I mean, I I don't I don't want for for anybody to to suffer or pass away. But anyway, so I got out of that situation. Was, uh, the Indian man was very helpful. Had it been some like lady that was also feeding into my emotions, it would have been a problem. And I know this because my sister called me on my way back and was like, "I'm so sorry." I feel so bad. I'm like, I can't talk to you right now because I, this is going to, I'm going to mimic your emotions with my emotions yeah. and I don't want this. And then in the most beautiful bit of familial bonding, my brother called me and he's like, yeah, I saw the dog died. And I'm like, yeah, man, he, unfortunately she went and he was like, it's too bad, man. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you didn't have to put her down. I'm like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, thank God he called me with absolutely 
no heart no compassion no, no compassion. emotion compassion yeah. yes no emotion yeah, very very my brother's very stoic my brother doesn't have the sense of humor that i have he's not the he's not as verbose as me so he very much called and and gave me the two or three word things that i needed at the time and he helped me get past it but then on uh tuesday i went and got the, the ashes and my my daughter who that dog was gotten for when she was six years old or mm-hmm. five years old i guess if i do the math um, she came over, we went and had breakfast and then we spread the ashes and, and my, where'd she, you spread the ashes in my backyard where the dog liked to did go they, lay out in the did, grass. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Let's say it didn't like blow back in your face or anything. No, no, like no, no, no. It was comedy, a very, it was it? a very okay. calm day. It, it went really nice. So, oh, that's, sweet. it was very, it was very sad to lose our girl, but, uh, how I'm did sure your younging, how does your younging to deal with the death so, of the dog? So not well, uh, the best of all. I feel like kids just they don't get it so it's good. She she yeah. was she was upset at first and she said is she okay and my wife said yeah she's okay and then she was better. But she wrote a she wrote a story. I wish I had it in front of me. Last night she was sitting at the table writing. You asked if she liked to to draw and write. Mm-hmm. And uh she wrote a story uh and it was my name is Bella Taylor. I died. I was very helpful to Sydney when, <laughs> when, when mommy was pregnant with Sydney, I laid on her belly to make sure Sydney was okay. And I was like, don't show this to your mother. <laughs> and she yeah. did. And my wife's like, starts uh, crying again, but uh, yeah. it's, oh, we're sad. We're not getting another dog. I don't want to go through it again. So, uh, it's I d- tough to, I want to get a dog, but like, I used to be like, I want a puppy, but I don't want to go. That's really tough to have a puppy. It's not easy i say dog ownership if you want to do dog ownership the smart way you go to the pound and you adopt like a 15 year old dog you only get attached to it for like a year and then it dies and then you go do that again you deal with the the you don't have to deal with the puppy energy yeah you peeing everywhere you don't spend decades getting attached to this animal Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a revolving door, and it's helpful to the animal too. You give them the the in their in their senior years, you give them a good life in the end, and yeah. uh, that, that's the way I would do it. If I my if dog I were to Kelly do it again. died, I was at my dog was dead for three days before my dad called me because I was in Orlando, and I remember I was at work and my dad called me, and I was just like, your "Thanks dog, for calling me." Your dog died. Like, yeah, it, it was no, wicked sad. Was, no, he, well, he doesn't speak like that. He's from Northampton. Like I said, I he speaks Kings English. But uh, yeah, he told me and he loved the, He loved Kelly because Kelly was basically his dog now. Yeah. And uh, and Kelly's only like nine. Is that weird but how it works like, out? He was like, she passed away like three days ago. And I'm telling you now, I was like, so you waited until Monday at 1130 in the <laughs> afternoon when I'm at work like that. Let was, me check your math I, there. I, Monday, I, definitely not afternoon. 1130, not afternoon. Uh, whatever. It was it was it was Monday during the day while I was at work. Late morning. Late morning. Yeah. OK. I don't remember the exact time. I'm just saying I was at work. I, th- I might have went home that day. Like yeah. I was like, I can't be here. Anymore. You knew it. You felt it in your bones that you were going to get some bad news that day. So you're like, I'm, I can't work. Something's wrong. Well, I was at work my, when my I juju is all messed up. I got to go. Uh, yeah, no one could. Try. I was like, I can't. I can't turn on these microphones for a radio show anymore. It's too hard. <laughs> it's too hard. Yeah. Any other things? Uh, your 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 dog left us. Any other things fit to print? No. Jeff, uh, in, the in only the Florida? only I the only thing I did want to address, which was the second most disappointing thing that happened to me in the last week, was. 
I sent you a message that said I sent you the link, and Today. you yes, and your response was KK. KK. Yeah, that's what my friend does. And do you I spell? It, and I did it too. Do you spell girl G U R L when you text? No. Do you do LOLs no, and JKs? The, I did that because I hate it. Thank you. And my friend, like I hate it too. It. Yeah, and I did it to you. Is it? Is this and, like you know how every once in a while at Dunkin' Donuts they'll do the thing where like they say if you want to you could pay for the car behind you, the car ahead of you paid. If you go yeah. through the drive-through, are you doing the same thing but with negativity? Like your Basically. buddy, your buddy hates KK, so he says mm-hmm. KK to you. You hate KK, so I because now I hate it. You're spreading negativity. negativity. Yes. You're spreading on the blowing up. It's basically blowing you off is what it is. Like, you're like, hey, can you bring this KK? It's like, shut up. I I hate it. it. I hate it. I I hate hate it too. I really judge men that speak an emoji or these Mm. shortened things or if they spell loose. I'm sorry, lose L O O S E. That is my new thing that drives me absolutely bad. Everybody does it. You're going to you're going to notice it now. And if they literally they can't figure it out, like they're like, are my shoes looser than they used to be? And it's spelled L-O-S-E-R. But then when they say, like, I lose every time I play the sport, it's L-O-O-S-E. I write like I'm a fourth grade child, so I can't I you know, I I can I'm barely literate. I can read. I can't write. I just can't write. I I I don't know punctuation. I spell wrong. Um so I'm forty two, gonna be forty three in a week. And um my lady loves uh parents got me gifts for Christmas because they're very nice people and they're big in thank you notes in the Perkins family. Big on thank you. So you had to write a thank you? I wrote one Macy um, threw it in the garbage and rewrote it. No, uh, luckily. So I went there Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas Eve, we went to play pickleball at the Weston Country Club because they're kind of a big deal. Don't get into and that. I brought I brought the I brought another present um, that I had that didn't come in the mail in time with like a card thanking them for the night before. And it looked it looked like a third grade. It looked like your child writing the thing about Bella the dog. You know, I was just like so bad. I so should have been a doctor. My handwriting, my handwriting looks, it's embarrassing. I can't write in cursive. Can't write. Not, not I only write in, write in cursive. Really, I yeah. can't do it. It's just it's print. It's like some letters are capitals, some letters aren't. It's just you can't read. And it's like half script, half print, but it's all just a mess. It's it's horrible. I I I write in cursive. It's unreadable unless you're me. It's uh, my handwriting is terrible. But I had to my grammar, my punctuation, and my spelling are superb. Everything is just wrong. Everything is wrong. I should take actually a writing class just to learn how to write again. I used to be. I think I used to be kind of good at it. Now I just don't. I haven't written. I was talking to her brother about it. I was like, I don't think I've written anything out. In 20 years, other than like leaving a note being like, hey, I'm at wherever. Do you not write in a joke even book? Then, 
uh, I I used to have a pad. So I'd say 12 years ago I had a pad and now I just I use my phone. All I right. just will email myself. I have I had Evernote and then they were like, you're out of notes. So I, I erased a bunch of them and they still said I have to pay. And I'm like, no. So I have to find a new thing. So you I've have an iPhone emailing myself. I have an iPhone. Yeah, yes. it has notes built right in. It does. Yes. So I'll use those notes. Yes. There you go. I'll use the notes. And you can name them and it'll say the date. So you could actually mm. remember what the notes were. Mm, that makes sense. But so anyways, make a note of that thing. I will make a note of that. Um, I've written anything and it just looks it looks I don't even know how I don't know how to write. I don't punctuation spelling. It's all it's all atrocious. It's Do you atrocious. say that you could care less? I could care less about this. Yeah, but you couldn't care less about it. Yeah, I say I think I, I could care less about I could care less about hockey. That means that you could care less. Say, so that, that means that less. you that you may be the biggest hockey fan of all time because you could care less, but it should be. I couldn't care less. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Can can you pluralize one? Hmm. Because this is one that I get into a discussion about a long time. So my grandmother was my, uh, I have a stack of ones. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you yeah. have $1 bills, I have, I have, a, friend, a, I have a friend that will argue that you can't do that because one can't be pluralized. And I'm like, you're so not pluralizing. You're, you're, you're talking about one as a noun, but we're using it as a pronoun. So, so you can pluralize So if I have 17 it. $1 bills, you have a stack of ones. I have, seven, I have a stack of ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You're, he's you're saying right. your friend is saying I should say I have a stack his, of seventeen one dollar bills. His beef is his beef is well, he's it's well founded because what drives him nuts is when some when he says, "Hey, which one, which which printers do I need?" and someone says, "Those ones." Do you know what drives me nuts? What is where I'll be like I'll give someone multiple choice. Where I'll be like, hey, Macy tonight, do you want to have hamburgers or do you want to have pizza? And then she goes, yes. <laughs> That's putting it back on you. I do that all oh, the time. When, yeah, no. Or when you're driving somewhere and you're like, where do I, do I go left or right here? And they go, yes. Well, that's bad. Like, no. No, that's bad. I'm asking where this I'm isn't, going. You see, when you ask hamburgers or pizza and she says, yes, I'm with yeah. her because that means whatever you want. We'll take hmm. it. But there is a definite right answer to left or right. You can't say yes to that. It, yeah. It's got to be left or right. I hate that. I just hate the multiple choice followed by. Well, yes. I liked the first one. I hated the second one. So I'm half with you. Okay. Well, my friends, sadly, I don't think we'll be able to do the Michael Bryan show for the next week or two because I'll be out and about. Maybe if I come across while I'm in L.A podcasting equipment maybe i could do that no, it'd be really um, hard to pack that little microphone in your laptop it will i don't trust i don't want to put it somewhere then it breaks you i don't take know. it you take it in your in your backpack bring it on the I plane with you i could with my i don't bring it and i don't even want to bring my laptop anywhere i don't know possibly we could possibly do that i'll see when we pack it how uh how just it bring out. the microphone somebody there will have a computer mm, that is true yeah um anyways um so yeah maybe we'll be here next week maybe we won't Either thank way. you all for listening to the mike o'brien show um please like subscribe follow our our numbers are just 
plummeting right now. If we were if we were an NBC sitcom in 1997, right now we'd we be on Tuesday. We'd be on Tuesday at at 9:30 right now. Is we'd be we'd be cruising for a bruising. Well, here's we the beauty, be beautiful thing about that. So many of the greatest shows of all time were canceled, and then that is true. They 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 made it back. Seinfeld was almost canceled after its first season. Yes, I know. Luckily, they stayed. Um, But so thank you all for listening. This is the Mike O'Brien show with Jeff Taylor and wonderful celebration, Florida. Um, We love you all equally. Have a wonderful and glorious day. And ta-ta for now.